0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at BYTE.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with BYTE. China Stories How Drug Makers Feed on Chinese Parents' Anxiety Over Children's Heights. Written by Zhao Jinjiao, Chen Xi, Chiang Kai, Gui Yixuan, and Denise Jia. Published by Titan Global and read to you by Heather Mowbray. The soccer career of Argentine superstar. Lionel Messi almost ended before it began. As a child, he was diagnosed with a growth hormone deficiency, and his parents couldn't afford the treatment. Eventually, a club agreed to pay for his medical fees. Now five foot seven, Messi is widely regarded as the best player in the world. That anecdote is widely told in the growth hormone industry. After Xia Dongdong was told the story by a doctor, he decided to treat his eight-year-old son Chenchen with synthetic human growth hormone. At the age of five, Chen Chen was only 37 inches tall and was often mistaken for a three-year-old. Growth hormone deficiency, or GHD, is also known as dwarfism, and it's a condition caused by damage to the pituitary gland as part of the brain that produces growth hormone. The substance influences how tall a person grows and helps build bones and muscles. Children with GHD are abnormally short and can also develop serious health problems. Injections of synthetic growth hormone are commonly used to treat GHD in children and adults. The medicine is produced by recombinant DNA technology in which human genes are inserted into E. coli bacteria so that they can produce large amounts of protein that is identical to the growth hormone produced by the human body. Today in China, HGH treatment for children is in high demand even when there's no medical abnormality. This has enabled the expansion of domestic HGH producers while prompting global pharmaceutical giants to rush into the lucrative market. Amid the booming HGH industry, over-prescription of HGH to children, encouraged by drug makers, has gained increasing attention from the market and regulators. Some studies have also linked growth hormone treatment to serious adverse health effects years later. Reflecting better nutrition and living conditions, the height of Chinese children has increased significantly and the incidence of GHD has dramatically declined during the last four decades. A study, published in the Lancet Medical Journal in 2020, shows that the Chinese population is getting taller, with the average height of Chinese males recording the biggest rise in the world between 1985 and 2019. The gain for women ranked third in the world, But for many parents, this is not good news. To prevent their children from being shorter than their peers or simply seeking a specific height, some parents try to take extraordinary measures. Their first stop is to see an endocrinologist for HGH therapy to help their children grow taller. The endocrinology department is one of the busiest departments in Shenzhen Children's Hospital. Outside each of the seven doctor's offices are long queues of parents and children holding x-ray images showing their bone age. The online appointment system at the department showed that all the endocrinologists were fully booked for the entire week. Similar scenes take place almost every day in hospitals across the country. Many parents seek HGH therapy for their children even though they are not short for their age, but simply because their parents want them to grow to a specific height, doctors said. According to the Guide to the Diagnosis and Treatment of Children with Endocrine Disorders, written by the paediatric endocrinology experts of the Chinese Medical Association, a child whose height is more than two standard deviations below the average for a given age or sex, or less than that of the third percentile of such group, is considered to have short stature. In other words, out of 100 children of the same gender, born under the same conditions, the shortest three children would be defined as having dwarfism. Hormones for short but healthy children, even for children who fall into that category, not all are suitable for HGH treatment. Dwarfism can either be due to growth hormone deficiency, or just be short stature with no known endocrine or metabolic cause, known as idiopathic short stature HGH therapy is an effective treatment for patients suffering from GHD, but for children with ISS, the therapy remains controversial, even though it was approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration and endorsed by the Chinese Medical Association. Among the 1,500 children with short stature treated by the Chinese Hospital of Fudan University in Shanghai in 2012, 44% were diagnosed with GHD and 34% with ISS. Similar data was found in other Chinese hospitals. Even though ISS patients account for a smaller proportion, they're seen by HGH makers as offering a greater potential for sales expansion as ISS is relatively easy to diagnose. It's normally diagnosed by a pediatric endocrinologist after a series of blood and radiology tests rule out various medical conditions that are known to affect height. The controversy is whether the approval of growth hormone therapy for ISS is an expansion of its use on short, otherwise healthy children. In an article published in 2017, David B. Allen, a professor at the University of Wisconsin School of Medicine and Public Health, criticized the embrace of HGH for height, increasing the height of children who are short for reasons other than growth hormone deficiency, as cosmetic endocrinology, arising from deep seated assumptions that being short is a disability. Assumptions of the expansion of medical growth hormone therapy beyond the treatment of disease or serious disability, so that using it to reduce disadvantage or even provide an advantage to healthy people is similar to cosmetic surgery. Nutrition and exercise are the most important things for growth, and normal kids don't need this medicine at all, said an expert participating in the revision of the guidelines on HGH clinical application by the Chinese Medical Association. An era of HGH therapeutic expansion was spearheaded by industry and facilitated by paediatric endocrinologists, Alan wrote. According to guidelines issued by the American Academy of Paediatric Endocrinology, children with severe growth hormone deficiency can benefit from HGH treatment to the extent that the benefits clearly outweigh any potential harm from treatment. But for children with ISS, the benefits of growth hormone therapy are lower and more uncertain. Thus, even small or low-probability potential harm becomes an important consideration, the guideline says. Expanding the Chinese market In the US, the Food and Drug Administration approved the first HGH product developed by Gene and Tech in 1985. Chinese growth hormone market started about a decade later. China approved the first domestically developed HGH product, gintropin, made by Gene Science Pharmaceuticals, in 1998 but the growth hormone market in china is surging ahead while the us market is slowing china's ghd treatment market tripled to 600 million us dollars from 2014 to 2018 according to frost and sullivan the market is expected to explode to 3.2 billion us dollars by 2030 representing annual growth of 16% between 2018 and 2030 and that's far exceeding the six percent estimated growth globally, the market research firm said. China's hormone market is dominated by Gene Science and Anhui Anker Biotechnology Group. Gene Science has the biggest share of the liquid growth hormone segment, selling an easy-to-use injection pen that costs 55,000 yuan, or 8,600 U.S. dollars, to 150,000 yuan a year. Anke has the advantage in freeze dried powder injections, a cheaper option at about 20,000 yuan a year. Gene Science was 76% of the market in 2020, contributed about 76% of revenue and 97% of profit to its parent Changchun High and New Technology Industry Group in the first half of 2021. The parent group reported a profit of 1.9 billion yuan in the period. Anke reported 969 million yuan in revenue in the first half of 2021, up 36% from a year ago. The entire industry can add 300,000 new patients a year, representing a 75% rate of expansion, Pacific Securities estimated in a report earlier this year. At an average of 97,000 yuan of expenses per patient over 16 months, the market is expected to reach 29.1 billion yuan per year, the report said. Another report, issued in August by Sinolink Securities, projected even faster growth. Based on assumptions that patients use growth hormones for a longer period and China's shift to the three-child policy, Sinolink estimated that the market could reach 67.6 billion yuan. Unlike China's market, which mainly targets children, adult usage accounts for a larger proportion of sales in the overseas markets around 75% of growth hormone patients are more than 20 years old, according to research published in the Journal of the American Medical Association. The data suggests that China has huge potential for expanding HGH sales to the adult market. The European and U.S. markets are gradually becoming saturated and slowing. For large multinational pharmaceutical companies, the underdeveloped and rapidly growing Chinese market is the next target. Last year, Danish pharmaceutical giant Novo Nordisk signed up a subsidiary of state-owned CR Pharmaceutical to sell its growth hormone therapy, Norditropin, in mainland China. Norditropin is the only imported liquid injection in China. A few international players, including Shanghai International Sire Biology Engineering Company, a unit of the Philippines' largest pharmaceutical company, Unilab, and South Korean conglomerate LG Corp, split the remaining small market share. Domestic drug companies have a significant advantage in the children's growth hormone markets over international rivals, not only because of cheaper prices, but also because of their unique sales model. Global pharmaceutical companies mostly focus on marketing to public hospitals, a model which is out of line with demand in China, a person close to gene science told xin Compared with other medicines, growth hormone has more consumption attributes and anxiety needs than pathological needs, said Lin Sabor, chairman of Wanling Assets, a private equity investment firm specializing in the healthcare sector. Unique sales model. In 2014, Ye Yian, a retired professor of pediatrics at Xiangyao Hospital of Central South University, exposed to overprescription of growth hormone to children at Changsha Beno Hospital, where he was a co-founder. Representatives of drug companies tried to manipulate doctors to prescribe growth hormone indiscriminately, including a lifetime commission to doctors who first prescribed growth hormone to a child for the child's lifetime treatment. Gene Science and its parent company collectively control a 52% stake in Changsha Beno Hospital. After Ye exposed the insider abuse, the hospital fired him. Ye said. Since then. Gene Science has developed a sales model targeting smaller private hospitals. In 2015, Gene Science signed a cooperation agreement with Jinan Siho Hospital. The company leased part of the hospital's offices and pharmacy to promote its HGH products. And the company paid the hospital 360,000 yuan for the privilege, according to a verdict in a civil lawsuit. Gene Science's parents, said in May that less than 30% of HGH medicine is sold through public hospitals, while more than 70% is sold through collaborative private hospitals. The company said it expects the private hospital sales to expand further in the future. Anker said that more than 90% of patients pay for growth hormone therapy out of their own pockets instead of through medical insurance. Public hospitals have stricter rules on drug prescriptions and usually restrict doctors from prescribing drugs in bulk for long term use. Growth hormone therapy usually takes a long time and requires daily injections. So, private hospitals working with drug companies can better meet patients' needs, the person close to gene science said. The phrase patient management appears in Changchun High and New Technologies 2021 first half report, saying gene science improves patient satisfaction and strengthens patient management through continuous service and whole process management. Continuously develops new patients, increases market development, expands product coverage, and effectively improves the company's business performance. Patient management should be the responsibility of hospitals and doctors, not pharmaceutical companies, some industry participants have said. Now, this sales model is costly. In the first half of 2021, Anchor sale expenses counted for nearly 40% of revenue while the number was about 30% at Changchun High and New Tech. Currently, growth hormone medicines are not included in China's bulk buying program, an initiative launched in 2018 to lower drug prices. Under the Centralized Drug Procurement Program, global and domestic drug companies dispatch representatives to Shanghai twice a year to bid for contracts to supply a wide range of commonly used medicines that treat everything from infections and hypertension to diabetes and dementia companies that have won a supply contract are responsible for delivering a promised quantity at an agreed price on september 30th Guangdong province issued a proposed list of drugs included on the provincial bulk purchasing program liquid and free stride powder growth hormone medicines are both on the list if the proposed list is approved and launched nationwide not only will chinese drug companies profits be squeezed but also the current sales model will face challenges," the industry participant said. In the promotion of growth hormone sales, doctors' diagnoses are key. One commonly used but controversial method in determining dwarfism is bone age study. It is defined by the age expressed in years that corresponds to the level of maturity of bones and is usually done by taking an x-ray of a child's hand or wrist. At present, The primary problems in the evaluation of bone age of children and adolescents are strong subjectivity and large random error, Hong Chenchen from the School of Medicine at Shandong University wrote in an article. To achieve accurate diagnoses, doctors need to have years of experience, but an endocrinologist at a big hospital in Beijing told Caixin many young doctors don't know how to read bone-age x-ray images. Meanwhile, growth hormone producers are targeting small hospitals in third-tier cities, where diagnosis capacity is even weaker. A study of nearly 3,000 paediatric growth doctors in China by the Chinese Medical Association showed that while 4% have more than 25 years of paediatric endocrinology experience, 82% of doctors have prescribed growth hormone treatment to children, and less than 20% have received paediatric endocrinology training. Lack of professional paediatric endocrinologists has in turn provided opportunities for pharmaceutical companies to penetrate the medical service field, such as directly participating in patient management or providing training on growth hormone products. Instead, paediatric doctors should educate the public on reasonable height thresholds and children's growth curves, experts said. Average height cannot be used as an acceptable benchmark. Because 50% of children will always be judged as below the ideal height, Li Wei, researcher at Capital Institute of Pediatrics, wrote in an article. Understanding the long-term trends and characteristics of human growth and development, and ensuring every child's healthy growth in a good living and nutritional environment is a responsibility of every pediatric doctor and parent, and not a blind pursuit of some ideal height, Li wrote.